Hello and welcome to Talking Baseball. The World Series is coming and we got to figure out what to figure out about this matchup. Let's talk ball. Hello and welcome to Talking Baseball. It's October 26th as we record this or as you're listening to this. And we have a World Series preview episode. We got to get through the Phillies versus the Astros. Brought to you by SeatGeek, code John Boy Playoffs. Get you 10% off any seat. You know what, guys? We actually haven't been done much talking about this uh, behind the scenes, so I'm excited to talk to both of you about your thoughts on this, wins, losses, strengths, weaknesses, all of that. Jake, how you doing? James, Trevor, big baby David. Hope you guys are doing well. World Series week, week and a half is upon us. Guess depends how long it goes. I'm doing well, man. I mean, uh, it's... uh, it's a lot to digest. I know I, I was excited. We, we had our sheet made for us. Um, that helps us, uh, you know, and some of the smaller stories that we as Talking Baseball, we want to be better at and just thinking like, you know, Dusty, Dusty and Harper storylines that we're going to get uh, the next few days and stuff like that. And all of it will be irrelevant as we get a couple big moments and a couple guys making pitches or hits that we're bringing a World Series to Philly or Houston, Trev. Your fingerprints are all over both these teams. All over them, and we have some superstars playing. I think this is going to be a really fun matchup. It's kind of like the team that was supposed to be there because the Astros have been dominant all year long. We know what their roster looks like, the depth they have. Then Philly, who like we we dreamed upon this best case scenario. We said they can make something happen, get deep into the playoffs. The best case scenario, guess what, has happened for them. They have got hot. They've been hitting homers. Bryce has been back, been a stud in the playoffs. Wheeler and Nola have carried them throughout this season. They figured the bullpen out. So it's kind of like what we like to see in the playoffs, that one hot team going up against the juggernaut. And the more and more I look at this Phillies roster, it's like, you know, there are some holes there. But dang, man, they could play some fun baseball. I mean, do we want to paint the picture a little bit? I mean, it's the World Series. Uh, The Astros are undefeated. That's got some storyline stuff to it. You know, Philly's undefeated at home. At home. We'll take that. Phil's, the Fightins. Uh, and, man, how about their little run, man? Going, going from the wild card and, like, Trev, you were saying, the six seed, 87 wins, uh, going against the mighty Astros. <laughs> man, we got Bregman and Nola were roommates at LSU. We got a little backstory there. I didn't know that. That'll be some fun stuff. So, Yeah. Yeah, the, the storylines of this, I mean, Baker and Rob Thompson, a couple baseball lifers. Um, Dusty made his baseball MLB debut in 68 against the Astros. He now coaches. Nobody else from that team is still on it. Mm. Analytics. Mm. Does experience matter at all, or is it just a fun stat? The Astros have nine hitters and eight pitchers with World Series experience. Mm. <laughs> Yeah, wild on the on the postseason roster. The Phillies have, I think, one hitter, Schwarber, one pitcher, starting pitcher, Syndergaard, and one reliever, Robertson. So, you know, each squadron's got a guy mm. that has been to the World Series. I, I don't think that that really matters. I think the pressure of the CS is... Actually, I have no idea. I've never been. 
I've never heard people talk hey, me about either, it. bro. You know what I mean? Like, I know in the Super Bowl, it's clearly different because you have, like, the two-week buildup, all the media, like, the crazy uh, Super Bowl media day in the room or in, the like, the gym where everyone's going to the podiums. Like, the World Series, I, I don't feel like it cranks up that much, but maybe for the players, it does. It's different, that, and it's just not, like, publicly a circus like the Super Bowl is, but you always hear that the Super Bowl is a different animal than the uh, the rest of the playoffs because of that buildup. But I, I feel like the ALCS is equivalent pressure-wise of the World Series, and at this point, everyone's just in a groove and got experience. Yeah, I mean, you, you want to get to the World Series, and then, you know, that's one series that anything can happen. I think, you know, this – the way the ALCS and the NLCS wrapped up in this break that we do have between, I think that will, you know, cause a little bit of pressure to build up a little bit. Um, you know, we could still be playing the CS today, I believe. I think today would have been in game seven. Um, so this is, it's, it's, I can't tell if it's good for these teams to have the time off or not good for these teams to have the time off. And I'm curious to see what they're going to do in the break. I know, um, the Astros had some of their minor league guys come and, and, and scrimmage against them. And I'm assuming Philly's going to do the same because you got to stay sharp. You know, as much as you want to enjoy these days off and get your body healthy again, you got to stay in baseball rhythm. I think that's kind of the biggest thing here. Um, we'll see how these offenses respond the first couple games or even the first game. You know, they're facing the aces, JV versus Wheeler with a layoff. Um, if I was a betting man, I might go under in the first half of the game because if- I think that's going to be a story here is, you know, we have, what, four days off, five days off in between games. Little gap. That's a big chunk of time, man. We already talked about it in some of the other series earlier in the postseason um, with the teams that had to buy. It's coming back into play again now. Trev, you mentioned if you were going to place a bet, you'd place that at the DraftKings Sportsbook. October baseball, baby. Doesn't get much better than that. And the official sports betting partner of the World Series, DraftKings Sportsbook, right now. New customers can bet $5 on any of the World Series games and win $200 in free bets if your team wins. And there might be, there's one game that stands out in this series coming up, so pay attention for that. Uh, They've got their same game parlays uh, that you can rack up a few and make a little extra quiche. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use promo code JOHNBOY and bet $5 to win $200 in free bets if your team wins. Only at DraftKings Sportsbook with promo code JOHNBOY. Minimum age and eligibility restrictions apply. See show notes for details. MLB trademarks used with permission. Um, Trev, you you started dancing into it a little bit, and one of the first things that I I circled as an important note uh, going back to Padres Phillies, you know, the Phillies handling their business in five, and the Astros going with the sweep. San Diego and Philly was uh, more of a fair matchup than Houston and the Yankees. I, I think everyone kind of expected that going in, and it, it played out that way. But Philly had the juice, man, uh, and they were they were raking. And so, like you mentioned with that layoff, I think for Philly, with their team identity is the mashers in that lineup, and they've been raking. The layoff is a little scarier for them. But on the other side of that, if they had lost that game, which, remember, they were down in the eighth before Harper hits that home run, they would have had to fly to San Diego, and Wheeler would have had to pitch for them. Instead, they don't have to use Wheeler, and he's going to be able to start game one, Wheeler-Nola. And I, I think that is one of those massive things that, you know, going back to even Yankees-Guardians having to go to a game five that, that led into their first series with Houston. That already was a massive win by the Phillies 
because uh, with Houston handling their business, Phillies did the exact same thing in their one-two punch, and we'll get to Ranger in that game four. That's what I was alluding to in, in DK. That's not something Houston really has to worry about, but Phillies, uh, they've got one kind of hurdle in this series. Them being able to get Wheeler and Nola off the top, that's the other part of this team identity, right? It's their two studs. It's the lineup. We'll figure out the rest, and it's been working because they're 9-2 and two in the playoffs. Yeah, they're, that's, that's their formula. Let's, let's get Wheeler and Nola to throw four games in this series if we can, and, and we'll kind of see what happens in the other games. Houston's on a different level there. I was just looking. I was like, where is Luis Garcia? He didn't even pitch in the CS. Yeah. Urquidy hasn't even thrown the postseason. So we're talking about there's two viable starters for you that haven't that haven't even pitched in the CS, let alone Urquidy hasn't even pitched in the postseason. So the depth there is just unmatched. And they don't even have to use it because they have other guys that can go, you know, they can have some length in their starts and they have the bullpen uh, to shorten the game. So, I mean, in that regard, if we're starting to get into some of the matchups and some of the roster construction, I mean, that the starting pitching depth is in the Astros' favor tenfold. Now, the top end of those rotations, the guys that are, are going to throw four of the games, though, that's those are pretty even. You know, you'll take Wheeler Nola versus Verlander and um, Framber. Like I, those are those are two even matchups right there, in my opinion. But when you get down to three and four, and Ranger's been good for the Phillies, but you know, I think that. If you're talking about depth and who you'd want in those games, the three and four games are going to be massive swing games in this series. I am a little worried about Wheeler and Nola because I think they need to do a lot. And we saw Wheeler get pulled in third time through earlier than we thought, 85 pitches because his velo was down. And then we saw Nola get hit around at the tail end of his start. And they're going to, they don't have the depth that you're saying, like, we don't know who their game for starter is where the Astros have two options. And then their bullpen's been lights out using multiple guys. So I think Wheeler and Nola can't afford to only go 85 pitches to get pulled early unless they're winning by a lot in those two games on the road. They need to give them length to survive. And they can. I think they're going to have to. Like, I, I don't think there's a situation in these first two games where uh, Philly Rob is running out to the mound at 73 pitches, being like, "Hey, we got to get you out of there." I just, I, I think they're going to have to have that discussion and saying, "You're going to have to take the ball." And you know, obviously, if they're getting banged around, that's a different story. But third time through the order, I don't think he's has the ability to take him out because of what you said, because of the fact that you know it is a seven game series again, and we don't have the depth. And we don't want to just crush our bullpen right away. Um, I'm, I'm trying to think like who's going to eat the innings if if something goes awry. Like I mean, are we going to have uh, like Zeffin's been in such a weird kind of role in the postseason? He's been at the back end of games. He he's coming in some high lever situations earlier in the game. He's eaten innings. He's thrown more than you know. He's I think he's thrown two innings plus in a game. So it's like he's kind of been in a hybrid role. Is he the guy that's going to? take over for a Wheeler or Nola if they have to come out early. I, I'm not sure, but Rob's got his his work cut out for him in this series for sure. Yeah, and that, that Phillies bullpen has been pretty strong. We've seen Connor Brogdon with a couple a couple nice efforts for them. 
uh, and you wonder if a Syndergaard, who they they basically use, they've been using as a bullpen one inning, two inning guy. Uh, does he have to get involved early in this series? Your guy Gibby, uh, will he get involved at some point? But yeah, I I mean. Nola got hit last time in the Nola Bowl, the the Philly San Diego. I mean Wheeler, I know he got pulled at eighty three pitches, but it was seven innings, uh, clean. Uh, his velo came down, but he does get the extra rest. He he was lined up to pitch on uh, Monday, and he didn't have to. So hopefully that extra rest can pay off for him. Uh, but yeah, they're gonna have to give big efforts in Houston, and I I I like that more than them. I I like that a lot more than if we were talking about. Nola Wheeler in Philly, how important those games would be to Philadelphia. But now, and then you're talking about Ranger Suarez and a bullpen day in Houston. I mean, that lines you up kind of for disaster. Um, so, so I like it. You, you got your two horses. One of them has to go into Houston and have a special day. Either of them can do it, will they? I don't know. Houston's nasty. But then you're going back to that raucous Philly crowd Suarez can give you an effort. They won their last bullpen game, uh, so so they can piece that together. You're facing a different beast this time. But I I would rather I would be more scared for Philly if I saw our one and two in Philly those first two games, and then if we lost one of those, and then we're heading to Houston with Ranger in a bullpen day, that would scare me a little more. So I I, I don't hate how that lines up for them, but this this feels a little similar to what. <laughs> kind of what I was saying with San Diego and Philly, but Houston's on a totally different level. I I like Houston at every facet of the game a decent amount more than the Phillies, but except the heart of the Phillies lineup. Yeah, the top and the heart of the lineup. And that's how they've been winning. So yeah. if they continue, if Harper continues to have, what, a 1.4? If Schwarber continues to be this October legend... That's just tough to that's tough to cycle every time through the lineup. For me, that, I, I, I get that. And like, you know, the homers will do that. And I think Philly can pop a few out of the ballpark. There's no doubt. But I think the Astros can do the same thing. And and we, we keep going talking about the top five guys in the Phillies lineup because that's kind of like that's their team identity. I don't know if I like their offense better than I like the Astros offense and the ability to do a ton of different things. I think, yeah, Philly can get hot and they, and Harper can carry your team, but <laughs> look what the Astros have. Your Don yeah. Alvarez is right there too. He can carry your team. Jeremy Pena has been carrying the team. He just was named the ALCS MVP. Bregman is the new chiropractor. Who's your old chiropractor? Taylor Walls. He's out. Fucking. Yeah. Bregman's been doing it, man. The dagger in the Yankees, a good friend of mine. We talk all the time on text. And then James, you alluded to it. After we talked about your Yankees going down, Jose Altuve getting a few knocks there at the end of the game or at the end of the series, like what does that do? If he starts to go because he hasn't done anything during the postseason, we're talking about a whole different beast here, man, a relentless type of attack that the Astros have. It doesn't rely on home runs all the time. They can hit homers if they need to, uh, but they can do a lot of different things offensively. It's scary, man. Yeah, I think my formula for the Phillies to win is that their A bullpen, Sir Anthony, uh, Alvarado, the guys they trust. I think if D Rob gets is that back it? Into that Tell spot. me the, who who are the guys they trust right now? It's Alvarado, Sir Anthony, and and, and D Rob. I think Zeflin, but maybe not anymore. Uh, Zeflin, they used uh, they used in the seventh of a close game. Dude, 
They're I trying. don't think they trust him in super high level. I think it's I think it's the, I think it's Sir Anthony and Alvarado, and then there's a step down. Yes. Um. So those two guys can't pitch in losses. That's the formula. You can't overexpose them, and they can't pitch in uh, blowout wins. So you got to win some games big where you don't need those two guys, and then you got to have them be fresh in close games because the Astros will beat you in a close game. That's what they've done. They haven't lost yet. Come back from five runs, done it. 18 innings scoreless, they'll find a way to win. They will take advantage of mistakes and tired bullpen and seeing a guy bunch and bad shifts and bad defense. Unfortunately, the Phillies, the scouting report is the defense isn't great. We've seen them make a bunch of mistakes. They haven't been killed by it yet. Saw the Yankees make three errors. Every error led to runs afterwards. So... That's where the the Phillies are going to have to tighten up and and the pitchers are going to have to pick up the fielders when those mistakes do happen. But I think the Sir Anthony and Alvarado need need to pitch in winning efforts. You can't have them lose a game or be tired or or pitch in like a five-run lead and waste their innings. You got to win four games and those two guys are going to be part of those four wins. So, yes. And the Astros don't have that problem. If you look at like the box scores of they don't the got many, games, they don't got they, many they have <laughs> they got like six dudes in the pen that they trust. Yeah. In any situation. And they have a, a set order at the back end too. So it's like they Dusty has a plan. That's mm. your saying. Dusty doesn't need really need to have a plan. Dusty can go like this with a on a dartboard. Dusty's got okay, plans. You go. Dusty's got plans. Um, and the only thing I'd say, uh, Phillies, that game they won over the Padres, 10-6. to 6. Falter, who got rocked, .2 innings, four earned runs. Brogdon, Bilotti, Hans, Syndergaard, Robertson, Eflin. They won that game 10-6. If they could sneak one blowout and not have to show the Sir Anthony yeah. and Alvarado card, that would be huge. be a lot more comfy for him. No, it's I, I was I was actually thinking the other way in this, and I'm sorry, Philly, for kind of talking like this. But is there a game where we just throw the game? Like, say you get up two one in your Philly, and you have, and now you're at game four. You got you start Syndergaard, whatever. It can you just use the guys who haven't pitched in that game and just kind of see what happens? So you do get those it's guys. Kind of what they did the in the game that Jake's just talking about, where they won and they were so comfortable doing it in their Muggsy jeans. And check this out, Trev. Muggsy recently sent the whole company on a field trip mm-hmm. to do this. John Boy Media went on a field trip recently to a farm where we raced in a 10-acre corn maze. We raced on tiny tricycles, and we raced rubber duckies. We also found the most delicious apple and at a pumpkin carving contest. Go check it all out on the JM Entertainment YouTube channel. Like, subscribe, and enjoy your day. Pretty good video. We were all in Muggsies. They got new jeans now. They got a fall winter line that are fleece, that are warm inside, that are nice. Yeah, a little too warm for me because I run so hot. But when it's rainy out and when we were recording our live podcast outside, I did wear them. They're nice. I love Muggsy jeans. They're the only jeans I wear. Oh, John Boy, 10% off at Muggsy.com. There you go. Go get yourself a pair. I'm freezing right now. I'm a Muggsy guy. Those Muggsies. I'm a Muggsy guy. I'm a Muggsy guy. I need to order more, though. Couple fun facts. How's your rookie shortstop? Jeremy Pena, who we've talked about a lot this year. I know BBD put a little cheese on for rookie of the year. Uh, ends up having a great year. Your ALCS MVP. 
Bryson Stott, a guy who, you know, kind of came into the scene where, like, the Phillies don't have a lot of depth in their prospects. This Stott guy could be something. Will he play third after the whole bomb incident? He's come in. He has been a rock at shortstop, bottom of their lineup, playing good defense and a couple timely hits, uh, just having a pair of rookie shortstops in the World Series. That is kind of fun to me. Um, and then I, I, I did like our other note, two, two guys that are going to be talked about um, in these lineups. The leadoff guys, you got, you got some different body types, uh, Altuve and Schwarbs. Schwarbs started in a slump. Has gone unconscious, uh, and and let's see if that continues into the into the World Series. Altuve, who's had a brutal postseason, zero for twenty five, but he got a hit, and then he got two hits in his last game in the CS and, and that, a walk. And that's not a guy that goes quietly into the night. Um, I, I think those are two two of the more fun dynamics as we're twenty twenty two baseball. Seeing those different guys leading off. Um, and the kids at, at, you know, the most important position on the baseball field. I know we, we can talk catcher and starting pitcher and some other stuff. But the shortstop position, uh, interested to see how the, how the young men react out there. You have to be such a savage to play shortstop in the bivvies, even for a couple games. You just have to be such an incredible all-time athlete. So I love that you brought that up, Jake. Here's something I want to talk about. We have this layoff now. We got a bunch of pitchers and catchers just hounding over scouting reports, pouring over video on how to attack hitters. And we know I've talked so much on this show about how pitchers control the variables and they ha- and they can have the advantage. And I think that's going to be the case here. And who's better at that? Who's better at game planning? Is it the Phillies uh, staff? Is it the Houston staff? I got to lean Houston and Maldonado going in and just pouring over these reports. I, I kind of got to give them a little bit of an advantage in that uh, situation. Not to say that Philly's not going to do the exact same thing. And we've seen kind of Jordan get exposed at the top of the zone. I'm assuming that's where they're going to go with the ball with him. But we can game plan to take Bryce out, right? Like the guys behind Bryce are going to have to show up because I think that's going to be kind of the story of this World Series is how can we like not let Bryce beat us? Um, Jordan, I think you can, you don't want to attack Jordan, but you can be careful with him, you know, kind of try to make him chase up at the top of the zone. If you walk him, he's kind of a base clogger, so awesome. I don't know, man. It's it's. I think how the teams handle those two guys is going to be fun to watch. And then I want to see how some of these guys get pitched, like Schwarber and Altuve, both guys that get up there and want to swing early. Like, are we going to see some freaking yackers to start the game off? Mm. Like, that's the, these are things that have so much time to prepare for these starts. I'm curious to see kind of what funny business – we're going to get with how they approach the hitters. Like I'm, I'm genuinely excited to see if we get a few curveballs to start off the game in game one of world series. Like you just don't see that. And I think we might. Good. It's been postseason of curveball. As far as I've been noticing, it's a lot of curves. I'm interested to see when the Phillies played, who was the left Snell lefty on the bump. They went so set short. They went veerling in center. And against Framber, do they do that? 
And then also, those are two guys for Philly that I think are going to get stuck in some situations. Sosa and Veerling. They're the defensive replacements for Baum at third and for Schwarber. They've been using a couple times. Uh, but if the Astros come back, which they do, and the Philly puts out their defensive replacement, and then all of a sudden the game gets tied or gets close, you might see those guys, Sosa and Veerling, in, in big spots in later in the game where you would rather have Schwarber or uh bomb bomb and the start against Framber like do they do that the way the Yankees tried to like let's just see what we got here to make sure they're like settled I don't know and 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 I don't know how much trust Phillies fans have in those guys coming up with the bat if it's like oh no or it's like yeah it's all right it's not that big of a drop off from the others that's the uh, that's the other managing Thompson's gonna have to do both these managers have to manage their bullpen I know Dusty's got <laughs> Dusty's got more options, like Trev mentioned with the dartboard. Uh, but, yeah, Topper, if you're in a one-run game, you know, in Houston, you got the Crawford boxes and, you know, it's, it, getting it out to right field, uh, you could do that on the right night pretty easily. And Citizens Bank Ballpark, I mean, that's that's Homerville. So, uh, yeah, that's that's going to be interesting to see when Topper presses that button. Is it If you're up one against this Houston Astros team, Trev, you just talked about how clutch our guy Bregman has been. If that heart of the lineup is coming up, I mean, talk about damned if you do, damned if you don't. Because if a ball bloops in one in front of one of your boppers, uh, that could be the game. Or if you take one of your boppers out and Houston gets you, uh, now your lineup can be all jacked up. So, uh, And again, these are things Dusty doesn't really have to worry about because they've got their squad that they roll out there. Uh, and they do the damn thing. Yeah, in the four year. games, how many times do you think one of the starting nine was subbed for on the Astros versus the Yankees? In the four games, I think once or twice even, if that. Once. Mauricio Dubon mm. came in for McCorbick. My Honduran king. Yeah, uh, in the mm. ninth inning when they were up 5 nothing. Yeah. Jay, kick it to me. Trev, I'm going to kick it to you for this, this hot take. Let's kick it. Philly weather. We're gonna, we might be oh. playing. We might be playing on Halloween. We will be playing on Halloween. Yeah. Let's say we might be playing on Halloween because there's rain in the forecast. Yeah. Now, the temperature is all right. 68 degrees high on uh, Halloween on the 31st. On November 1st, 67 degrees high. But both days, rain in the forecast. Hmm. It affects the game. We've seen it happen. You know, that's I love looking at that stuff because the elements do play a difference. Do you consider that an advantage for Philly? Do you consider that an advantage for Houston? Probably it's not an advantage for anybody, but it's gonna play a factor in this series, man. I was oh. I was thinking, is it gonna be cold there? You know, the it got pushed back a little bit. We're gonna be playing in well into November, November fifth, uh, for game seven. Uh, but the weather looks great. And Houston has a a roof. Cold, buzzing Philly fans in the rain. Halloween. I mean, that sounds that sounds scary. Um, boys, I think it's about Philly's that time. fans. Is it gonna be a Philly game? Yeah, dressed up for Halloween. Philly Halloween game. I oh mean, my yeah. gosh! Yeah, think about that. Watch Last out. time the World Series was played in Philly on Halloween, Jake and I were at a college party, dancing, peeing in the corner, watching Pettit. Whoops. In. What kind, what kind of corner? Oh, the house? Yeah, the basement. basement. Yeah, yeah it was unfinished basement. The college corner. basement. Yeah, it was pretty gross. Was it like a drain? Maybe. 
MLB nine innings. We're going to give our World Series picks. MLB nine innings. That game Jim just referenced, nine innings. Um, MLB nine innings, the app. Go download it wherever you get your apps or click the link in the description here. They've got a wide variety of game modes. You could find yourself playing in a World Series uh, with their league mode or their live PvP. You could get over 2,000 cards in the game, including current rosters and historic players. Download and play MLB 9 Innings 22 today with the link in the description. Um, have some fun. You're listening to this, you like baseball, you're watching the World Series, you like baseball. Why don't you take your team in MLB 9 Innings 22 to the World Series? Mm. What you guys got? Did you see that you tweet? Me that. You see that tweet? The kid predicted the next 10-year World Series, and he's got two for two so far? I did see that. I'm over that. Come on. I don't know, Trev. He's kind of putting you to shame. Oh, he's predicted Dodgers, then Braves, then he's got Astros this year. So, um, listen, my I want Philly to win. I've been enjoying the Philly crowd. My uh, my uh, phone time would be a lot better if Philly won, and the threats and all that stuff. So, I, <laughs> like you know, I I'm a blue Philly guy. I think it's gonna be very hard for Philly to win this. Um. They have to just out slug like crazy. And I don't know if that's the right formula against the Astros who can pitch like the Dickens. Take the Astros in six. Trev? I didn't know we were getting here so quickly. I wanted to talk about like legacy with the Astros. Like, dude, this we, we're, we're trying to call this a dynasty. And I think it's a pseudo dynasty. But what do we always say with dynasties? You got to win more than one ship. And people always talk about, oh, Dodgers, 2020, you got one and it's a fake one. Well, 2017 has some question marks about it for the Astros. And they've been to the dance a lot. And if they lose this one, what does that mean for their legacy? I'm genuinely serious. I don't really know. I consider them, I kind of consider it a dynasty already, even if they don't win another championship. The way they've been able to put themselves in a position to get one, it's been incredible to watch. Like the way they've constructed the roster, everything. I don't want to pick right now. Okay. You go first. Great story. Um, I'm going Houston. I, I think they're, they're, their lineup can out-hit the Phillies lineup. And the Phillies lineup is their strength and what, what drives that team. Um. For Houston, it's almost like a backup plan. Like, okay, the, the pitching doesn't do it today. Let's tap into Jordan and Bregman and Altuve. Uh, Yuli Gurriel is hot right now. And where's he from, Trev? Cuba. That's how you build a baseball No, team. I love my Cuban baseball players. Nestor versus McCullers was two uh, proud Cuban set of parents. Oh, I didn't know McCullers was uh, Cuban, but he is. Junior. That's why well, I like him. I knew I liked him for a reason. You've always liked him. Uh, I have. I don't know why. I did take him on top, though. I think it's Houston. Um, uh, they're just... I think there might be a time in this series. We haven't seen a deep series yet. The longest series we've seen are five games. We haven't seen a six or a seven. I think the Phillies are going to mash a little bit. I'm worried about JV in game one. I don't think he looked great. I think the Yankees let him off the hook, and the Yankees couldn't hit shit. And before that, the Mariners got to JV. I think the Phillies might come out big in game one. I think at some point they're going to run out of pitching. I'll go seven. Houston in seven. Every 
ounce of this beautiful body. Mm, no sugar. Beautiful mind. No artificial sugar in his body. Zero. No artificial sugar in this body. It's a secret. It makes me want to pick Houston. There's no doubt about it. You look at the on paper. On paper, Houston's supposed to do this thing, and I think they should finish it off quick. This shit's not played on paper. And there's just something about Bryce this postseason. He just, he's so locked in. And there's this whole thing about just him being the guy from age 13 on. And he's in the moment right now. And I think he's got the boys like rallied. I like the momentum they have. These five games or the five days off are kind of a killer for that. I'm rolling with my fills, man. I want to see them in the red pinstripes celebrating. My boy, Reeser, I think he might win the World Series MVP. I know he hasn't had any hits besides his homers, but I don't care. I think he might just hit homers, and I think it just might be enough. I do think this is going to go at least six games. But if Wheeler and Nola can do it, that's all they need is six. One, two. Five, six. I'm going with the Phillies in six. Mm, I love it. I'm rooting for you to win. The prediction off. I don't believe myself at all. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, we'll see. But I- this baseball, man, you know it, dude. It's, it's, this is, it's about who's hot. And well, both teams are hot. I don't fucking know. All right, everyone, leave your uh, prediction in the comments or a five star review on podcast. You, who's going to win in how many games and how many total runs that team will score in their four wins. Closest answer, wins. Bills and six? Wow. Love Reese only hitting homers. homers if, I, if, only I see, hitting homers. if I see a double, single, or triple, I'm out on Reese. Mm, I like them. One triple. You know, me and Bragg just texting after the put the dagger in the Yankees' heart and twisted it. By the way, did I tell people my Halloween costume yet? Kyle Tucker, MVP. Abe Lincoln, motherfucker. He better be Abe Lincoln on. He should show up to the park as Abe Lincoln on Monday. <laughs>